If you've ever tried a collagen supplement before for aging skin and you haven't gotten exactly the results that you wanted, it's most likely because that collagen is missing a critical ingredient. And without that critical ingredient, your collagen's just not going to work. And without it, you can't really turn any loose or wrinkled or sagging skin into tight, glowing, younger looking skin. What is that missing link? Vitamin C. Of course, you know all about the benefits of vitamin C as far as its immune-boosting nutrients, but did you know that vitamin C is a critical nutrient for anti-aging? See, vitamin C is... It's kind of like the glue that holds collagen together in your body. And if you're low in vitamin C, then all of the collagen supplements that you might be taking or protein supplements that you might be taking for your skin and hair, it's kind of pointless. Here's the thing. Not all vitamin C supplements are created equally. If you're taking a vitamin C capsule or a tablet, then likely you're missing out on key nutrients and they simply pass through your body without being absorbed. So you can kind of thank your stomach acid for that one. Our friends over at Purality Health have a patented formula that utilizes something called micelle liposomal technology, and it delivers nutrients into your bloodstream directly. This is actually proven to be 800% more efficient. 800% more efficient. So if your skin is looking older than you and the appearance of fine lines, wrinkles, aging, dark spots, sagging skins, and otherwise old looking skin is frustrating you, make sure you're checking out Plurality Health. It's P-U-R-A-L-I-T Health, micelle liposomal vitamin C. It's backed by a 180 day money back guarantee. They have a 20% off coupon for just using the code HTH20. It's puralityhealth.com using the coupon code HTH for 20% off. Make sure you're checking out the vitamin C so that you can be producing all of the healthiest collagen. Again, it is Purality Health, P-U-R-A-L-I-T-Y health.com using the coupon code HTH20 at checkout for 20% off. You will not regret this. Welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a podcast and resource for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative topics, engaging interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. Each episode, you will leave with tangible tips and takeaways so that you can immediately begin to elevate and optimize your life. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I am so excited for this conversation because often we have conversations about diets. We talk about quick fixes. We talk about juice cleanses. We talk about the 80-20 lifestyle, how we want more balance. But overall, I think at the end of the day, what we really want is to be able to understand what our bodies are telling us and to be able to self heal and self, not prescribe, but self-regulate with the food that we eat. And when it really comes down to it, we want to be able to do everything intuitively. And that is why we have on Janina Amila today. She is a intuitive eating and self-care coach. And I wanted to make sure that we had on someone who specifically spoke about 
not just self-care, but intuitive eating, what it really means to transition into a plant-based lifestyle. We talk all about the differences in hair. We talk about the differences in mindset, how to make simple and realistic changes. And what we really want on the podcast is we want specific examples. We want stories and we want to know how we can implement different tips and tools and tactics into our day-to-day right away. I'm so excited to have Janina on and she is a wealth of knowledge. She has such a beautiful spirit. She has such a beautiful voice. We have such fun conversation. I'm really excited to share with you this intuitive eating movement conversation. We hear intuitive eating a lot and maybe we don't know what it means. We're going to get all the way into that today and make sure you follow Janina on social media. She has so much good information, lots of videos, tons of amazing looking recipes. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to say thank you so much for our review of the week. Remember, you are able to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and with that, you can win a free tote bag. I am actually in the middle of ordering more tote bags and making sure that we have enough to give out. So instead of reading off the review of the week this week, we are actually going to read off a testimonial, not to be self-indulgent, but I do think it's worthwhile. People want to know what I do when I work with nutrition clients, and I figured reading a testimonial was a great way to do that. This one says, Eliza is thoughtful and professional in her consultations. She took so many notes and was able to highlight key areas of where I was falling through. Health has always been important to me, but working with Eliza was pivotal in helping me integrate health back into my lifestyle in a more balanced way, finally. By making a few simple changes, my energy levels have been so much more balanced and I've noticed that I'm able to confidently make better choices for myself throughout the rest of the day. I feel so supported by her in our conversations, and I'm still using and referring to all of the guidance months after working together. That was from a client who was working on integrating more balanced structure into her lifestyle, as well as being an athlete. She wasn't seeing the progress that she wanted to see in her body composition. Uh, She felt like she was working so hard in the gym, but always tired and not seeing the results. And we worked on that. We worked together for three months. So if you do want to book a consultation, those are on my website. Those are an hour long and you get intensive information. But most people decide to book a strategy call, which we look at your lifestyle and what your goals are. And we decide, is this a good fit to have you on a three-month program with me in a more intensive way? So it just depends on your goals and what realistically makes sense for you. But Thank you for that testimonial. Obviously, I don't say names, but yeah, figured you guys all would appreciate that. But without further ado, in the spirit of intuitive eating and finding balance, let's get into this wonderful conversation today with our guest, Janina. Welcome to the podcast, Janina. How are you doing? Um, I'm really, really good. And thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so excited. You sent me a message on Instagram and I normally I get a lot of those who are like, Hey, I'd love to be on the podcast. Let it be on the podcast. But something about you stuck out. And I immediately responded as like, yes, Monday, let's go. Let's do it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like I wasn't like, wasn't sure. Like, Oh, maybe she's not going to even reply. And then she right away, you're there. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Let's make this happen. (laughs) And it's divine timing. It was divine timing. It just perfect. Nice. Awesome. Before we get into all of the intuitive eating goodness and plant-based goodness. 
tell me about yourself. Where are you living? How did you get into uh, lifestyle coaching and intuitive eating? Tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I live in Spain in the south. I'm originally from Finland, but yeah, I live in, in the south of Spain. And uh, yeah, my health and kind of that background, um, it kind of started with all the, you know, the fitness hype that started like years ago, you know, everyone going to the gym and having all these plans. And I, I was one of them, you know, going to the gym. And, and But I think that kind of turned against me a little bit at that point. So, so yeah, I was just kind of like too... I don't know. I just, I, I guess I didn't have that like a positive um, relationship with the whole exercising and eating and stuff, but it kind of kicked off because of the gym obsession and, you know, the, everything was so trendy. So I had to obviously follow the trend, um, but that kind of turned against me, like I mentioned. So yeah, it kind of became more obsessive. It was all about the numbers, you know, calories, weight, uh, you know, all the reps and sets and everything. And I feel like that's how it kicked off. And then um, yeah, I, I had a little bit of, I never had an eating disorder, but I did have a little bit of like disordered eating habits and I wasn't really feeling like confident in my own body. And this continued for quite a while. And I guess I just couldn't find the thing that worked for me. That's how it like started. And then I started finding my way little by little, you know, um, kind of more towards listening to my body. And uh, I also moved away from, from my home and, you know, started doing my own thing. I think that kind of kicked off my journey towards actually finding the balance rather than constantly you know following all the trends and numbers and what everyone else is doing I was actually focusing on what I should be doing and what's good for me so 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 yeah that kind of like was the journey but then I did um I did personal training and, and I had my own clients and I, I got some certifications and you know just to support because I I felt like I, I enjoyed what I was doing and, and wanted to gain more knowledge on that so yeah and once you, once you find something that has worked so well for you and you're very passionate about, all you want to do is share it. All you want right. to do is share it with everybody. When you mentioned, I say this a lot, that fitness ends up being kind of the gateway drug for everyone in the wellness industry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you feel so confident and you're excited. You're getting in the gym. You're pushing yourself. Can you tell us what, when you were just starting out or when you were at that low point that unhealthy mindset, what was your day-to-day -day like? And would walk me through what your mindset was when you say it got obsessive and unhealthy, and then we'll move into where you are now. Yeah, sure. So, uh, so yeah, like I had kind of like different types of low moments, but I, I do recognize a certain pattern that kind of repeated on across all of them. And, and yeah, like, I, I feel like I was still relying on quite heavily on rules so I put rules on myself a lot like okay you can't uh, eat before this time or you can't eat after this time and I had kind of like certain rules and I tried to follow them and you know it's probably quite typical the day starts great you're following all the rules that you have set for yourself and then in the end of the day it all backfires and you're like feeling so bad about yourself and I don't know for example for me it was I was restricting foods and I was trying to kind of like exercise and but it wasn't enjoyable. It was more something like I'm doing it because I need to burn the calories. I need to eat healthy because everyone else is healthy. I wasn't actually doing it for myself. And I think that's where the low moments, you know, they were low moments because I was doing it for other like external reasons and not, not for myself. So, so yeah, it kind of continued that way towards the evening, feeling bad about myself, 
you know, eating something that was in the restriction list or something that is in a bad, bad list. Don't not yeah. eat this. And, and then it kind of, you know, backfired from that, felt awful, went to bed feeling horrible. And then the next day I'm like, okay, today I'm going to start again. And then the cycle was kind of ready. So. Yep. Yep. That's such a good point because we think that like our bodies look so different in the morning than they do right. at night. So we think, yeah. oh my gosh, I must have gained 10 pounds today. It, it's in our head to think this body yeah. dysmorphia of knowing that that is normal. We could, that could change after having a glass of water, you know? And, right. And it really, it's so much about our mindset. So you were, you were tracking calories and you were uh, really doing your macros. Were you eating animal products at that time? Um, it was a little bit of a like gradual change. So I, in the beginning, I was eating fully, like when I was in the fitness space, I did eat, you know, chicken and rice and all the, you know, dairy and stuff. And then once I started thinking like, I should find some kind of long-term solution, but I haven't, I didn't quite have it yet, but I at least realized that that's my aim at some point. Then little by little, I just kind of started listening to my body just a little bit more. And I didn't feel like eating that many animal products anymore so it kind of automatically the more I realized I should do something for myself and something that feels good that's kind of automatically they went like parallel parallel that I you know stopped um eating certain I, I never said no to things if I really wanted them but I just automatically didn't crave red meat then I kind of let that off and then little by little chicken off fish yeah. eggs cheese and then eventually after like three years it took quite a long time the whole transition yeah. I want to talk about that transition because I think that in order for things to be sustainable, typically, I mean, some people can quit smoking and quit doing all this stuff, cold Turkey, and that works for some people. But I think that, I think that that weaning off process has to be something that you're consciously making the decision to do as opposed to another rule. Can you talk about those you mentioned? I just started listening to myself. I started listening to my body. What do you mean by that? Uh, yeah, okay. So that's a very interesting question. I love that. Um, yeah, I, I think I just like realized that after so many like years already, like it was by then, like, I don't know, four years or something, I realized that I just like, the rules are not working. So I might as well just try something different. Um, so I just like, it was scary, but I l- allowed myself to little by little to try to, you know, um, eat things for example this was one big rule the eating I wanted to like allow myself to eat something that normally I wouldn't have but I was like okay but I already tried for example like bread or or like hamburger or chicken nuggets like at that time I was still partly eating like some animal products I was like I would never allow myself to eat chicken nuggets but then I just went to like Burger King and took some chicken nuggets or something and then um and eventually I was like okay this is actually not that bad because I started having salad with chicken nuggets like that kind of balanced mindset I think I learned by through the food and then later on and I I applied it to other areas of of my life as well but it kicked off with the food and I started in that sense listening to my body that I made like tiny tiny changes no one told me to I guess I was just like kind of in a point when you know when you're so frustrated like one rule at a time kind of thing exactly one rule at a time and when you're so frustrated that you just can't deal with it anymore you have to do something different because I just wasn't willing to do another rule yet again, because I've tried that already. And I obviously noticed that it's not going to work. So, so yeah, I, I started allowing myself 
you know, a tiny break from my rules. And then I realized like, oh, this is working. Like, you know, I actually yeah. noticed that. Or you, you realize, know, oh my gosh, nothing bad is happening if I right. have some chicken nuggets once in a while. And exactly, it's important to notice also that you didn't just immediately go from eating chicken, rice, veggies, all of your rules. You didn't go straight into French fries, hamburgers, chicken nuggets every single night. It was right. Okay. I still want to do things that I know are good for me. So experimenting with healthy foods that are sal. let's just call it a salad or a smoothie and then straight into, but I also am really craving chicken nuggets. So instead of trying to make a healthy version of the chicken nuggets, I'll go get them and actually eat them. And then you actually, I think that people don't realize that when we're left up to our own devices, we actually will make decent decisions. Right. Oh my God. That's so true. Yeah. And, and that allowed me to like little by little to understand like what my intuition is saying, because I was always just like, okay, rules. I even had like a scale that I put the oats and I'm like, oh my God, it has to be 40 grams. If it was 41, I took couple of oat flakes off that it would become 40 so that kind of mindset is really you know like it's, it takes time to get away from that so yeah. I think the chicken nuggets and salad combination actually started getting me to a point that I have the salad which my old mind was making me feel comfortable because it's healthy and it's light but then I allowed my new me to actually have other things that you know give me kind of like the mental satisfaction yeah. Um, so, so I combined those and then that gave me the foundation to actually keep going on other things. When someone comes to you and wants to work with you or once your plans or comes to you on social media for tips, they say, I want to learn more about intuitive eating. What do you say intuitive eating is? All right. I'm just going to be the first one to say it. It dropped five degrees in Charleston, which means that it's essentially fall, which means essentially we are all thinking about Harry Potter. We're thinking about Christmas. We're thinking about Hanukkah. We're thinking about all our festivities. And we're honestly just, people love a shift. We love a change in the mood. That is why I am so excited to share with you that Organifi's gold pumpkin spice, they're only, this is their seasonal flavor, the gold pumpkin spice. So don't get too excited that you're going to get it all year unless you stock up. Up, but this is their seasonal flavor and it is my favorite. I haven't been able to get it since last year when I started working with them and I would make it nearly every single night. I brought it to my sisters when we did Thanksgiving over there and our, we did Christmas over there and I brought it over. It was such a hit. So you can absolutely check out the Organifi gold pumpkin spice seasonal flavor on their website. So it has 12 superfood ingredients for rest and relaxation. It's 100% USDA Organifi organic certified. It tastes amazing in warm water, milk, milk alternatives, whatever. Uh, It's got no sugar. So you can enjoy it like a warm dessert without any guilt, without any sugar spikes. And you can also make sure that you are sleeping well throughout the night without drowsiness in the morning. So it helps to promote a healthy response to stress, calming support, supports a better night's sleep. So you wake up feeling refreshed. And it also, did I mention it tastes great? It's like a sugar-free pumpkin spice. You can also do it in your coffee. You can do it in a smoothie if you're getting wild. But its key ingredients are turmeric, ginger, reishi mushroom, lemon balm, and turkey tail mushrooms. I am absolutely 
head over heels for this product. And I'm really not a pumpkin spice kind of girl until Organifi got me hooked on it being so healthy. I'll do, I'll do pumpkin spice anything if it's actually benefiting my body. You can absolutely check out Organifi.com slash hotter than health. I'm sick. Slash HTH for 20% off of your purchase. Again, that is Organifi.com slash HTH for 20% off of your final purchase. And make sure that you're checking out all of their amazing ingredients, all of their amazing products. Highly recommend this one, especially as we transition into cooler weather. Make sure you stock up. They have a limited supply and it's seasonal. The Organifi Pumpkin Spice. Check it out in the show notes, organifi.com slash HTH for 20% off of your order. Enjoy. You all know how much I love breath work, yoga, Pilates, meditation, all of those mindfulness practices. You know I love them in the mornings before my day gets started to start off with motivation and clarity. Well, I want to share with you this app that I have been working with for the past probably four months. It's called Open. Open is the only app that offers breathwork, meditation, and movement classes. And when I say movement classes, it's not just stretching and yoga, but it's also things like Pilates and deep stretching to get you to bed. So it's unlimited live and on-demand classes. We have teachers that will make you feel like you're actually in person. The app is also extremely chic and user-friendly. If you are feeling anxious, you want to feel more calm, or if you just want a quick pick-me-up, or you want a 30-minute deep intensive meditation, they go all over the place in the most amazing way. Anything you could think of as far as a mindfulness practice goes, they have. So if you're not necessarily feeling the meditation yet, try the breath work. You can do a one minute, two minute, five minute, six minute, 10 minute. I actually experimented with a six minute, seven minute one the other day and it it, it restored me completely. I did it uh, after one of my noon calls where I normally feel a bit of a slump and I t- I'm telling you, it felt like a shot of adrenaline afterwards in the most amazing way. And I've also been convincing my boyfriend to do it with me before we go to bed at night. And he's secretly getting really, really into it. So you can make sure to check out 30 days for free to try it out. See if you enjoy it as much as I do. You can go to withopen.com slash hotter. Again, withopen.com slash hotter. You can get 30 days for free. I promise you, once you set this into motion, you will not want to stop. You're going to feel elevated. You're going to feel clear and you'll feel motivated to get going during the day. Whether it's Pilates, yoga, meditation, or breath work, this app has you set for mindfulness in the morning. Add this into your morning routine. Check it out. 30 days for free with open.com slash hotter. Again, that is with open.com slash hotter. You do not want to miss this. Um, I say that uh, intuitive eating would be relying less on all the kind of numbers that are surrounded, you know, all, you know, everywhere. And, and what obviously the kind of like the diet culture and certain trends and, you know, especially our generation, we're kind of like young adults. I feel like we've been taught to, you know, meal times. there's, you have to eat lunch at 12. And what if I'm not hungry at 12, right? Like, do I still need to eat it at that time? So I, I think there's like plenty of rules that, you know, external circumstances have put on us. So I would say that it's more, 
um, getting a break from those rules and starting to listen to your body and see, you know, okay, are you hungry? Uh, kind of like asking certain questions, hunger, what are you craving? Uh, what type of hunger or, you know, thirsty or are you tired? You know, yeah. so kind of like starting to reflect yourself a little bit and then seeing what kind of decision you take on the food based on how you feel rather than, okay, it's meal time. I'm going to eat no matter what I feel. Right. I like that you mention asking yourself questions. So am I really tired? Do I feel like doing this workout? It's not always just about food because I know a lot of people that I work with, if they don't get a good night's sleep, and this is the way hormones are. If you don't yeah. get a good night's sleep, then your hunger hormones are all off the next day. And right when that happens, you're a bottomless pit. You want to eat everything. And that's when right. so much guilt comes into play. We think, oh my God, I'm craving all these carbs and fat and whatever. And that happens because of our sleep. So had they asked themselves, not just why am I eating so terribly? If they had said, how does my body feel today? Then you can start to recognize those patterns like you did. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think it's, it's, it's 100% this is so true and indeed when you learn certain things about yourself you are much more let's say you're like prepared on next time and you're like ah oh, actually uh, yeah now I know and then you actually like give yourself some slack and, and actually understand yourself rather than always relying on something that someone put in front of you like a rule or you know some kind of instruction or a meal plan or measuring grams or something so I, I feel like it's, it's yeah important to connect with yourself a little bit because you know Otherwise, yeah, I think it's not natural. <laughs> what does working with you look like? Um, yeah, so working with me looks like um, very personalized. I, I want to make sure that um, people who work with me are able to create a realistic and, and enjoyable routine uh, that means small adjustments. That also means, you know, um, reflecting what, what is, you know, what are the, like, um, sorry, like you said, uh, kind of like the current situation where they want to go and what's the gap. So we want to make sure that we work together and realistically to see, okay, you are in here, you want to be here. What do, can we do in order to reach that gap? So, so yeah, I, I want to provide accountability, support, um, mental support as well. I want to be, you know, like, the self-care bestie and, and your, you know, cheerleader in a way that, because, you know, there's so much emotions and, and I want to yeah. make sure that my clients uh, gain that confidence in their own body and their own routines. And especially with eating, that's kind of like the, the heart of, of what I do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much what, what I do. <laughs> that's so great. And when you mentioned something, and I think that a lot of people who struggle with trying to unlearn a lot of the numbers and macro counting and the food restrictions and rules that they've had when they're trying to unlearn these things, they think that they can't do it on their own. So they need someone. And I'm not saying that, Oh, people who hire us, they, they need, they can't do it on their own, but sometimes they need yeah. that extra support, but yeah. scale of one to 10, how important is it for your clients to be a hundred percent invested in you? or in the, in the, in the program? I would say it has to be something like nine or 10, because yes. also I'm not able to make that change for them. I'm here to facilitate the transformation. So, yes. so I think I, I, I work with people who are committed and they are ready to take action 
Because without action, nothing is going to happen. You can't just journal your way to the transformation, yeah. right? Like journaling is great. It's a great way to support the journey. But uh, taking action is eventually the, the number one thing that matters. And obviously, I'm not able to take action for someone. I'm just yes. here to provide how to do it. I think that that's something that is not talked about enough. A lot of coaches will say, I fixed this person or I, I worked with this person and they right. lost X amount of pounds. But really there's only yeah. so much we can do. There's right. only so much we can do. And I wanted to hear your thoughts on that because it's, it's really important. It's not just a fix one-off situation and it's practice afterwards. Right. Exactly. This is so true. And, and I, I exactly like, I think the key word is making it realistic because um, I also give enough time for my clients to create this kind of like rinse and repeat you know, routine that is the foundation of their life. And, and if I constantly just push new, new things, they get overwhelmed. They're just like, oh, what I should do all this information. And, you know, I want to give it like in a bite-sized, you know, adjustments that little by little we tackle different areas, different mindset, different, you know, habits and routines. And then they accumulate to those amazing results rather than giving like four months of, of materials and then they have to start reading, right? So, yeah. so yeah, like making it bite-sized, realistic, adjustable, and I don't want to turn their routine like upside down. And then they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. So, so yeah, it's all, all about giving enough time and making it realistic. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. With what you do, you're also very, you're, are you strictly plant-based? Do you, or are you completely vegan whole food? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like vegan whole foods. Yeah. It's been like a couple of years already, like three, four years now. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I actually haven't eaten any like animal products. Um, so my, my, my diet is hundred percent plant-based and, uh, the rest is rest of my lifestyle. I mean, yeah, I can the rest is based, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to keep it that way. <laughs> what? tell me, cause I was looking through your Instagram that has so much good information and you're just also, you are so beautiful and light and you're a fairy and it's amazing. But oh. I was looking at your Instagram and there was a picture that you had with your hair and it was a before and after picture of a few years ago in your hair. Yeah. And it was, it does, it doesn't look like unhealthy hair, but then you have a picture of it next to the hair you have now, which is so much thicker and longer and fuller because both of the hair, it was the same length, but there was so much more fullness. So can you tell us about some of the main benefits that you've gotten out of having a plant-based lifestyle? What, what yes. do you notice mostly? Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, I love this question. Um, so mostly I, well, definitely the hair was one, um, but overall just like, uh, I feel like my physical appearance had been one. So, um, I feel like I found the kind of body shape that feels most natural to me after I actually found the routine that works for me in a realistic way. So I don't need to worry about constantly like, oh, weight gain or weight loss or modify this or modify that. I actually feel like I have settled to the body shape that you know, it's, it's natural for me. Um, did my hair, ever, oh, sorry. I know I'm interrupting you. I'm so sorry. No, no worries. Did you ever worry about weight gain? Did you ever worry about uh, not, maybe not in a drastic way, but did you ever worry about weight gain or was that never an issue or? Mm, it was, I think back in the low moments, obviously the restriction kind of comes from the fact that I was like, oh, I don't want to gain weight. And, but then, you know, eventually when it, that clashed in the evenings. I was always like, you know, 
overeating or something yes. and I was like oh I'm gaining weight and it was the kind of typical like you know restrict overeat restrict and that was kind of like weight gain related indeed yeah okay sorry I cool. just wanted to no worries wanted to talk about that okay what <laughs> yeah, else sure. did you notice that felt so good hair energy yeah. body yeah definitely like physical things were like yeah like my body shape my hair got like much much thicker and and like my skin was much more like glowing I I don't need to wear like a ton of makeup like I thought that you know in the past I had to um but then other than that I like feeling just just the feeling in my own body like the confidence that I have and the trust just like knowing my body like inside out like I just like learn to understand like what my body is like telling me and I can like rest when I need or eat when I need and I don't need to worry about constantly uh, you know I should be doing these but no 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 like I'm just like so in tune with my body I guess mm-hmm. um so yeah and and definitely like just you know I have a lot of energy I sleep like a baby I literally sleep like 10 hours every night <laughs> or something That's I'm just like yeah like I I just like I don't wake up during the night like I used to uh I, I'm Sleep just like completely different person yeah yeah it is Amazing. I think that's why I'm so crazy every day because I just live so much that I have like full energy every day that's no that's great I mean yeah I we should all try to be more like that what are your thoughts okay you live in Spain right now yeah and you've you've primarily lived in Europe so I know that the ingredients are different but you have spent some time in Australia you've spent time a little time in the U.S. have you been to the U.S.? Yeah, I have. I have multiple times. Yeah. I want to hear about how you feel about how the U.S. eats and consumes compared to the U.K., Spain, where where you are. I know, okay, I know this, London is yeah. different because it's a lot of beer, fried food, the trend. Uh, right. Is, but overall. Yeah. Overall. Um, and you're asking like food wise, right? Food, ingredient, lifestyle, all of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, at least like what I, obviously I, I traveled plenty in the US and, and there's always things that surprise me. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is so different than in Europe. But I think lifestyle like wise, yeah. Well, food, for example, portions. Food portions are like massive, at least as far as I know in the US. And this is based on my experience. And in Europe, we are more like, quality and and a bit less I guess um so that's something that I've noticed um also I feel like obviously I, I haven't been in the U.S. in the couple of past years because of the COVID and stuff but I feel like um everything is now like getting towards like plant-based so that's like a lot of lot of options which I didn't um I did see in the U.S. Uh, but also that also kind of depends on the area but but that's some trend that I see now a lot every time there's like a vegan option which is amazing to see um, but I think you guys are a bit ahead of us. Like us is a little bit ahead of Europe, but this might be just my experience. So I'm not sure if, if okay. people feel the same, but also, um, lifestyle wise, um, I guess you guys in the U S I have this feeling that you always are ahead of the trends and then Europe comes a little bit after. So whether it's like fitness, gym plans, or, you know, personal training or your personal coaches and mentors and stuff like that. I think in Europe, we come a little bit after. That's just my feeling. Oh. <laughs> um, and we always look up to US because you, like, I feel like, especially through like social media, we right. get such a direct access to, you know, what people on the other side of the world are doing. We are always like, ah, this is now trendy. And then it lands to the Europe as well. Um, but yeah, I this is just like, my feeling. I feel like there's also, there's a flip-flop happening right now. And I don't want to 
call anything out in a, in a really good way. But okay. so many people have gone, and I'm sure you've seen this on social media. Yeah. Every sing, everyone in the world has been to Italy this year. Every, yes. Every single yes. person is in Italy, which, okay. I'm it's amazing. I have plans to go next year. I cannot wait. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. But now I feel like people in the U S are, we might not be implementing the change as much, but we're noticing it more. The, um, the fact that in Europe, they take breaks and yeah. they eat slowly. They're more connected. Things move slower and hmm. there are, there's more of a work-life balance. Whereas yeah. in the U S it's hustle. Everyone has three jobs. It's grind. Mm. Everyone's everyone needs to be an entrepreneur and it's right. That's something that I've noticed. So I think that people are now starting to recognize that the U the U not the UK, the, that Europe is more of a lifestyle based, enjoy the moment, enjoy your life. Situation. Yeah. That's actually interesting because yeah, like through Instagram and stuff, I feel a little bit the same. Um, and I, I do think that you, the whole entrepreneurial type of self-development bubble has also landed more here in, in, in Europe. And I feel like more people are like, I want to quit my, you know, nine to five and, and want to yes. do like my own, like, you know, business or whatever. Or at least if you have a nine to five, then you, you know, do some kind of self-development or, or something on the side. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's actually interesting to see because I feel like this self-care and taking you know, like prioritizing yourself, I guess, as a, as a health team has, has like really like put itself, you know, yeah. on people's lives. Yeah. And I think that it's something that Europe does naturally. They are, they take breaks and they take a CS. We do. They, you take breaks and that's yeah. amazing. And, and you enjoy, yeah. and you're not on your phones at restaurants. I mean, you are, people are people, but it's sure, not sure. as big of a thing. Um, yeah. are actually enjoying themselves. And yeah. I want to go back to the conversation of you being a coach. A lot of people that I know, and I don't know this about you. So this is me learning this right now. A lot of people that I know think that, or assume that being a wellness coach, nutrition. So I'm a holistic nutritionist and I do help guide people through it. So similar to coaching. And I know a lot of health coaches, whether they're functional or they deal with hormones, whatever it is. A lot of people assume that that is their full-time job, only source of income, only any, the only thing that they have going on and that's sustaining them. Yeah. A lot of people also want to get into health coaching, which is great. It's never a bad thing to have more people seeing the importance. Right. Is this your main occupation is uh, what else are you, do you have going on in life? Tell me, tell me about what's going on in your life. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I actually did quit my nine to five in December. So this is my thanks. This is my eighth month um, doing this full time. So, um, but the actual like coaching side of things that uh, started around May. So I've been doing other. I've had kind of like a how can I say kind of like a side project that then turned into my full time business. But then the business continued. Um, as the same theme, self-care, health, but it just took a little bit like a different form. So I, I actually do have my own green tea matcha brand, which is obviously part of the whole health and lifestyle, but that's now more kind of like a side thing. And I uh, shifted my direction fully to the to the coaching, but the matcha and the green tea is still something that people know me from Instagram. Like, oh, she's the matcha queen. 
sorry Wait, this is so random you have a matcha business as well yeah, as I do, your coaching I do. what is it called yeah um the matcha is just uh with my name Yannina Emila so it's like my Instagram name uh, matcha by by me um and I, I don't have like a specific page for that it's kind of like part of my personal brand my Instagram so oh, how yeah cool. do, well we've got to do a giveaway we've got to do a giveaway yeah okay we can That's do that matcha. yeah 100 okay. percent. yes so, so if, you're, if you're listening and you want to win some of the matcha then make sure you review on apple podcast and we will make sure to send you um maybe we'll send two people who review will select randomly whoever leaves a review on apple podcast for hotter than health and we'll send you some cool matcha if you mention this episode but that is so cool i was not expecting you to say that that's amazing <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, I shifted the direction in the past months a little bit. So the matcha is still obviously kind of part of my identity, but my full-time focus is on the coaching and then um, matcha, you know, it still stays as, as my kind of like Instagram thingy. <laughs> uh, that's really cool. That's cool. That's what I wanted to know is because nice. if you're starting out with zero followers on social media, then yeah. it, it not zero, but maybe you have around a thousand or something, not to say that you cannot do this, but you have to really, really create your niche. And that's what you did. I think you did a really good job of branding yourself with the plant dominant. You have before and afters. I I think you have a great page, but if you could leave people with two tips on how to intuitively live and intuitively eat what would your top two tips be? Um, I would say um, try to be a little bit more mindful on your daily actions. So I, I start this right away in the morning that I have, you know, my mindful matcha moment. I just prepare, sit in the quiet, peace and quiet without distractions. Um, I think that's really important um, because we tend to just kind of autopilot through the day and just go after one activity another, another. Um, without actually thinking like you know what are what are we doing so I would say like um, stay mindful Uh, that's really really important and another one would be remember just to prioritize yourself because um, it's kind of related to the previous one but you know there's so everyone is so busy and, and everyone has so many projects and works and hobbies and everything but we also need to remember to do those activities that support our mental and and physical health because if you don't take care of yourself first how can you take care of, you know, other people? How can you, you know, be best in your career or your work or or in your hobbies or your social life or your family? So I feel like the foundation is you and you need to remember also to, you know, dedicate time to, to things that increase your health, whether it was just resting or something, you know, it looks different for everyone. So, so yeah, I would say be more mindful and remember to take care of yourself and prioritize yourself. And then what's your favorite vegan meal? Uh, plant-based meal excuse me plant-based meal um oh so many um or snack like one of your what would you recommend to a listener to check out first okay um I'm I'm literally obsessed with dried mango which is so simple but all all my followers have been starting to eat dried mango um since I literally just like empty the supermarket here in Spain every single day. Like my, my friends go to the supermarket and the dried mango shelf is empty and they are like, oh, well, Janina has been here again. So, you oh, know, that's, that's so just funny. something so easy, so healthy. It's, it's so like good, sweet snack and makes you feel amazing. So <laughs> dried mango is my go-to. <laughs> that is such a good pre-workout meal too. 
right, so, right. so much energy. It's so good that, yeah. oh my God, I want some right now. That sounds so, so, so good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And remember everyone, if you are listening, make sure you follow. I'm sorry. I said Janina, cause I've been calling you that this whole time. Janina, tell us where we can find you and what you have coming up. Um, yeah, so uh, you can find me on Instagram with my name, Janina Emila. So it's like Janina and Emila both together. Um, and that's it. And yeah, um, if you're interested in prioritizing yourself and creating routines, then um, I have the most amazing um, personal support and an accountability plan for you. So if you ever need that, then um, I'm more than happy to chat and give the, the required support. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm so excited for everyone to listen and hear about all of your tips and life. But remember, we are going to send out two of Yanina's matchas. Make sure you are subscribed on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We will see it. Mention that you listened to this episode and that you love it and that you want matcha. And we will read out a shout out on the next episode for our winner awesome well sounds great we'll talk to you soon thank you bye say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.